Path folk to the Find the Path Ventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path. We're wearing a weird temple. And the specter doesn't know how to pronounce Aradin, so that's Yes, fun. you are in the shrine of Aerodine, mm-hmm. so be careful. Uh, yes, yeah. that's the name. Aerodin. It's, the, uh, it's that, that thing where you find those really cheap toys in like a, a Walmart or the dollar store mm. or whatever, and it's not Superman, it's Superman. Superman. <laughs> Superman, yeah, two A's or something like that. I do remember my collection of G.I. Jacks. Those memes where, you know, where we have X at home and, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> X at home or, is We're that. all wrong. That's how it actually should be said. It's just, you know, the name is changed. Just, there hasn't been a priest of Aradin to correct us in 100 years. So. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 100 years true. and all the elves <laughs> forgot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like how nobody always. knows how Latin is pronounced. They're like, it's oh, true. that guy's dead. Let me dump my brain of all information related. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be him, I guess. L's forever. Like erasing contacts from your phone when you get a new phone. You're like, I don't even know who half these people are. <laughs> new phone, who dis? I have no memory of these people. Yep. New God, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, when last we left our heroes down the, uh, our noble scions down beneath the Senate building, in the Senate Hill in Opara, the capital of Taldor, our heroes were trying to still find a way back to the surface, back out to hopefully uh, find and aid their childhood friend and now quasi kind of like employer, <laughs> uh, Martella Thief. although she's not really paying you. She's not paying us. She's, <laughs> okay. We're just doing her a solid. You know what? We're being compensated in uh, memories, just, just the best kind of memories you can have. I was really memories. waiting for you to say we're getting compensated in pizza. It's like, someone, it's like helping someone really move. back upon this day as the day he puked his guts out in a hallway for fun. Oh, yeah. I, I <laughs> while, while falling through a weird, like, M.C. Escher, you know, Yes. Maze. I love going on fake interdimensional trips that don't actually go anywhere. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I, I think it's, it sounds like Doctor Strange, right? Like the scene where he gets, like, punched through, like, all the realities or whatever. Like, yep. I was thinking Inception plan. also. Yeah, Inception would work, Inception too. Works. Inception would also be good. And, and then we fought a toot-oos. Well, yeah. Well, first off, yeah, you did fall forever, and then you made your way into the uh, this uh, this derelict shrine down beneath the ground, wherein you were confronted by a garden ooze, mm-hmm. affectionately known as a toot ooze. <laughs> yes. I actually felt kind of bad for it. I mean, uh-uh, it was just chilling down bit. here. And... The ooze did, in fact, rip one, and uh... <laughs> it tried to eat us, so it can die. I know. If they weren't like just mindless creatures, it'd be interesting to like get one as like you know your little pet to like go no, like, vacuum so up your garden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember in three point five, there was like a version of the druid where you were an ooze master, but or no, it was a prestige class, I think. But you slowly became an ooze. It was oh, kind of yeah. weird. No, that's no. that's too much. I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it comes with the benefit of not being sneak attacked ever again. Yeah. You actually become amorphous, like. Yeah, I mean, I see the bonuses, but I like having you know arms and legs. Yeah, you just also kind of become melty. So. Instead of little what about tentacles? Yeah. Yeah, but you had fought the ooze, you had defeated the ooze, you had continued further into the uh, this area, wooden walls along the um, the northern portion of this room, the portion that you came in from, give way to natural stone. From the narrow entry alcove, the room expands into a vast area filled with rampant green vegetation. Thick briars and vines cover the eastern and western walls overrunning several neatly arranged sets of patio furniture. Further away from you, past the morass of vegetation, a stone building looms, 
the top of it emblazoned with a brass winged eye. Again, I kind of described as uh, a sort of Parthenon, somehow trapped inside of this uh, this chamber. So only about, uh, you'd say some 60 feet across, maybe about 50 feet deep. Trapped is a really scary way to describe this building because it makes it feel like the building is going to like try to escape. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> actually a creature. some chicken legs and start hobbling off. Or like the shrines from uh, Elden Ring. Either way. Oh, God. Mm. Yeah. Look, if we bring it down to the ground and get a crazy magical spell or item, fine. Sure, why not? Get up, walk away. <laughs> um, approaching towards it, you had found that this small shrine to Aridin had three rows of pews standing before a stone altar with a human statue standing atop the altar, its face and right arm broken and shattered on the floor around it, uh, with two smaller statues of women one wielding a long sword and shield, the other one wielding a shield and rapier, standing on raised alcoves uh, in the corners of the chamber. As you had approached towards it, a figure had appeared, this luminescent being hovering before the statue, tall, resplendent, with a, uh, a fine mustache, flowing hair, uh, lifting up an arm, and uh, demanding uh, sacrifice to the great Aerodine, I believe is, uh, is where we left things off. And I suppose to uh, to kick it back off, uh, all of you stand here inside of the shrine. All right, who's going to, um, actually the specter? <laughs> um, Arodin? Gwen kind of quacks her head to the side, like, what? Quacks. <laughs> yeah, clocks. clocks. <laughs> she does the cat thing, you know, when you're doing something. <laughs> so she's head. just like, eh? <laughs> it is pronounced um, Arodine. Sense. When? Uh, can we do a check on what, like, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Like, yes. This is broken down. Like, I'm like, why do I even ask to check? Like, is this? I know this is magical, but like, is this an undead? Verity <laughs> just straight up says, religion? "I'm not making a sacrifice to a god that doesn't exist anymore." Okay, thanks. Bye. I exist. I am obviously here. Well, that's just a very silly place to go for a hundred years, sir. Um. Are you um, saying you're Aradin? Aerodine, yes. This is not a deity. This is just a guy whose <laughs> name is Aerodine. Felix is literally covering her mouth, trying not to laugh. Right I now. am the god of humanity. <laughs> Provide me sacrifice. Okay, do something to prove you're some sort of god. You wish for a display of my power? Uh, probably not the best idea. I will require a will save from the party. Yep. (laughs) You fool. You fool. Verity's just like, who is this imposter? How dare he? All right, here we go. 15 for a 17. Uh, I roll a 12 for a 15. I roll a 9 for a 12. Jesus, Jessica. (laughs) Uh, I roll a uh, 13 for a 20. And I rolled a five for an eight, so I hope I don't turn and try to kill you all. Jessica is cackling. I don't know if yeah, Jess is having too much out, fun with but... how much she has just created. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, here we are. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. It's uh, really fight each other now. I would like to reload the quick so, save real fast. Start this please. episode over quick. <laughs> the towering, impressive figure of Aerodine <laughs> extends forth one hand. As he does so, Oliver, Gwen, you are struck blind. Oh! Good job, no, that's so much worse. For the that's rest so of bad. you, you just sputter as you are covered in a sheen of golden glitter from <laughs> head to toe. Golden <laughs> particles cover everything in sight, causing immediately again Gwen and Oliver to recoil back blinded by the effect. Where did everyone go? 
Gwen stumbles back and into the wall yeah. and start plowing at <laughs> her face. Barity grabs Oliver before he falls down the stairs behind him as he <laughs> yeah, starts kind of falling. Uh, fortunately, uh, Oliver, uh, Gwen, your your sight returns after about 18 seconds as okay. you sort of blink that away and shake this off. Gold no. glitter. First yeah. off, uh, anyone that wishes to may make me a spellcraft check. Yep. Yes, Does please. That include those of us who have been blinded by the effect. You're subject <laughs> to the effect. <laughs> I love the way you said that. All right, oh, I rolled. I rolled an eleven for a twenty. Um, Quinn rolls a nine for a sixteen. Rolled a six for a twelve. Mm, yeah, I rolled an eighteen for a twenty-six. <laughs> uh, so, Ooh. Felix, you're not familiar with this. The rest of you can recognize this as glitter dust. I will allow anyone that wishes to to make me a knowledge, history, or religion. Religion. You I know nothing about either of these. I'm the perfect person to be sassing the deity. I rolled a perfect twenty for a twenty-nine religion. I rolled a 12 for an 18 religion. I roll a 14 nice. for a 21 religion. Also nice. Go. So for Felix, Cornelius, and uh, Gwen, uh, first off, it's pronounced Aerodin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, secondly, the clothing style here is uh, is Aslantian style. Uh, it is also identical to the clothing style of the statue. Mm. The face is maybe vaguely Aerodin. Aerodin esque. I keep want to say Aerodine now. He looks like his <laughs> his cousin. However, Aerodine. Aerodine, uh, all yeah. of all of his depictions always have him with a well trimmed beard, uh, whereas this one only has a mustache, possibly indicative of the fact that the statue doesn't have a face. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. he just made one up. In addition, his eyes are not purple, the most iconic thing of any person of Aslanti descent. Yeah, truly Look. a knockoff. I'm not sure who this is, but maybe we shouldn't just be instantly hostile. Uh, I will also allow a perception roll from the party. I rolled a four for a four. I see nothing. I rolled another perfect 20 for a 22. Hey, hey you're stealing die. all the luck. I'm stealing all the luck. I roll a 17, or Gwen, well, I roll a 17, so Gwen gets a 22. Mm. I rolled a two for an 11. Mm. Hey, if it makes you feel any better, I rolled an 11 for an 11, so. Yeah, better than my four. <laughs> Poor Oliver. Okay. Carry on. Mm. So uh, Cornelius will just kind of, oh, got in my, got in my mouth. Ah, uh, Lord Aradine, uh, I have to say that your um, uh, show of power was not, well, particularly impressive as it is just the glitter dust spell. <laughs> Do you um, truly want a greater show of power? No, 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 no not that's at all. that's that's fine, thank you. Um, but why uh, are you down here? This is where I live. Verity makes a face like, are we You're serious? all saying I'm dead. I'm not dead. I've been down here napping. For how long? A hundred oh, years, it would seem. That's what you said. There uh, are plenty of faiths who would be very happy to know that because apparently you've been gone for over a hundred years and they have no, no idea. I got tired of them mispronouncing my name. <laughs> can I make some sort of check on Since what this, this is? <laughs> yeah, can I can I knowledge religion or something? Because this guy's got to be some kind of spectre. Well, we already yeah. did knowledge religion. But oh, that's true, crud. Yeah. Cornelius will kind of turn to everybody. The voice is not actually coming from this image. Huh. I believe this is illusory. Oh mm. well, where's the voice coming from? Stop muttering back there. <laughs> I demand I, five uh, pieces of gold each. Are you trying to shake us down for our money? Here, now? No, it's a sacrifice. What are you even going to use the money for? You're down here with a bunch of trees and a tutus. What do all gods use money for? 
nothing. Uh, nothing. The people they that don't need the money. Yes, that is what a sacrifice is. You're sacrificing something to me. It is no. something that you need, but then you're going to give it to me, and I give nothing in return, like gods. Like a god, he does like a god, god that I god thing down. <laughs> We're like, oh my god. Quinn raises an eyebrow. Give me the gold now, and you'll receive something better once you die. <laughs> yes, um, I hate to tell you, but you are not my god, so that's Nor not going to happen. are you mine. As uh, you might not be aware, having been down here for a hundred years, uh, the faith of Erodin or Erodin died a hundred years ago and all of its clerics um, lost their abilities. As such, um, Erodin or Erodin is no longer recognized as a god. Now that would explain why I have not been getting my money. Now, please, <laughs> you'll see there's an offering a tithing box right to my left. Yes, we're not tithing to you. Right to your left, eh? Yes. I look at Cornelius again, and I'm like, where is the voice coming from, Cornelius? Uh, can I determine where the voice is pro uh, with my perception roll? Other than, or just know that it's I mean, it's coming, coming from, from that space. vicinity, but it is not coming from the hovering image. Verity's going to step forward like I'm going to do something with this box, and I'm going to look behind the statue. You may make a perception roll. <laughs> I'm not the right person to do this, but I'm going to try. Yes, five pieces of gold, please. Right there in the box. I rolled a big seven for a seven. There's nothing behind the statue. Um, do you put five pieces of gold in? Certainly not. Can I cast detect magic? I do look in the box, though. Is it empty? Uh, looking in the box, yeah, it's empty. Yeah. Uh, put some put some money in there. Uh, you, back in the back. Why are you, why are you spell casting? Stop. <laughs> I'm your god. You're all humans. I'm the god of humanity. Stop. I just want to be his friend. <laughs> I just want to know what kind of creature this is. I've it's come all the way around on this guy. Can we be friends with this guy? I feel like he's, yeah. kind of, he's kind of shaking us down, but he might be friendly. Felix, you you may make a spellcraft check if you would so wish. Nah, I don't know yes, that. I would wish. That's seven for a 13. You can tell that the image is magical. You may make a knowledge arcana, but I doubt that you have it. I do not. Yeah, stop Stop touching me. You put your hand through the image. Oh, you're not Kinda even like real. It's a ghost. I'm a real. I'm very you're real. real. You're I'm a, a real. real. I'm a real. <laughs> I'm a very real and very important god. You know what? We, we you are. all tired me. You may leave. Go. Go now. <laughs> well, we thank you for your beneficence. Are you happy being trapped down here beneath the Senate? Trapped? No, I can leave any time that I want. I'm Aerodine. Can you show us the way out? Well, why would I do that? Because... We need to get back to the surface. We would actually pay for that service. A group of assassins is attempting to kill everyone, and we have friends and family up there that we're desperately trying to get back to. Now, as the god of humanity, don't you care about humans and would wish us to return to save the future empress of Taldor? In order to make uh, a lawful society return to a peaceful time. Mm. Well, that's all very well and good, but I washed my hands of humanity a long time ago. It was it was an interesting experiment while it lasted. <laughs> well, how about this? If you would show us an exit, we would give you the gold you want. Yes. Hmm. No, it's a it's a it's a it's a long way. Ah. Uh, mm, mm. I'm very tired. I just woke up from a nap. Could you draw it on a map, perhaps? <laughs> no, we gods don't use maps. We're we're omniscient. Yes, but we are not. How about you just give us directions and I'll write them down quickly. I'm going to go ahead and just cast Detect Magic because he didn't seem to actually have a clue what the heck that was. So uh, Stop, stop spellcasting. Anyway. <laughs> you, back, back there at the back. You, the muttering one. Stop. Anyway, he doesn't seem to be doing anything. 
We could just leave. I mean, he's already given us dispensation to go. Uh, yeah, Cornelius, you may make a spellcraft if you so wish. All right, here we go. Uh, that is an 11 for a 20. Uh, with a 20, uh, you are able to identify the spell effect as being a silent image. So he's it's actually talking image. himself. Yeah, it's he's talking even. himself to fill in for Yeah, somebody else is talking. Quinn is going to go take a look around the statue just if we can figure out what this is, because if it is something dangerous and we just leave, it could come up behind us at some point. Yeah, exactly. Ah, uh, finally, someone with sense. So five gold pieces right there in the offering. <laughs> I'm going to like concentrate on my uh, detect magic and try to sweep the area. Does, is uh, anything else radiating magic, like maybe an invisible Harold person? I roll a 19 for a 24. Do I see anything? So first off, uh, Cornelius, the only other thing that's a magical effect in this area is the lighting. Okay. Gwen, you make your way over. You approach the uh, the hovering figure. He's like, yes, yes, right there. And points down to the tithing box. Not directly down towards the tithing box, kind of in that area. Making so your way up towards that. The box. There's nothing behind the statue. But as you step fully back past the statue, you can look through the pillars behind the building. Uh, <laughs> where there's a drop down of about three feet. And there you see the partially bald top of a head of what seems to be maybe a two and a half foot tall person. My lord, I'm Just so kind sorry. of crouched back there with his hands sort of cupped up so that he can uh, <laughs> right around his mouth so he can speak up towards uh, uh, something up and above him. Hello, sir. Oh. <laughs> the figure hops to his feet. Again, it appears to be about a two and a half foot tall man. Um, his skin is an odd shade of almost gray. His hair is this fringe of black over his ears and around the back, and this one kind of strip of black hair remaining that has been brushed back to cover his mostly bald top. Oh, no. Oh, sir. He's wearing robes of white trimmed with red in a traditional uh, Taldane fashion that, uh, again, it looks like senatorial robes from Taldane's, Taldor's founding. Uh, so picture like Roman toga. Mm. He starts and looks up at you. I didn't expect you to find me back here. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm a, I'm a servant of Aerodine. <laughs> he smiles a row of pointed teeth up at you. Can I oh. make a check on to see what exactly he is? You may make a uh, knowledge nature if you so wish. What a strange little man who's here. <laughs> ah, hell, I don't know. I make a three for a six. <laughs> it, it vaguely looks like a shorter than average halfling. Um, again, he's almost as wide as he is teeth. tall. A quarterling, you say. <laughs> quarterling. What the heck is this guy? You know what he Dude. reminds me of? He kind of reminds me of uh, that guy in Spawn. <laughs> the clown. Oh, the clown? Mm. Yeah. Do you yeah. live here? Yes, yes, I do live here. In all honesty, we really do need to know the way out. Do you, do you know a way out? No, this isn't working. The image of Aerodine disappears. <laughs> Don't say. The figure hops up and pulls himself up into the uh, the chamber. It is I, the crumb from the fire emblem. <laughs> yes. So this may be hard to believe, but I'm not actually Aerodine. Yes, right. and we were all I'm fooled. Stunned. <laughs> Floored. What a revelation, even. yes. No, this no. deadpan this deadpan <laughs> delivery of everybody just like, no. We're not even gonna give you a chuckle. Uh, however, I do require some gold. Why? What for? A deal, I assume. I could make a deal with you if you would like to make a deal with me. He brings up his pudgy hands and kind of steeples his fingers. We already mm. offered the deal, which is you tell us how to get out of here and we give you money, but you don't mm. know how to get out of here, so... I know how to get out of here. I've just never gotten out of here. Regardless, I've been trying to get out of here, but now that you're here, 
now can we all see him? Can we all make the uh, the knowledge? What is it, nature? Uh, anyone that wishes to may make me an alt nature. I don't have that. I don't have that. I don't think any of us have it. Oh, crud. Is that, that's the party's weakness, isn't it? Well, no, we have a bard. That's what we have a bard for. Well, skull. That's well, what we have a skull for. Well, bard rolled low, so, eh. I'm not partial to paying money for something that I don't have a guarantee of uh, uh, product. Well, and reasonably, we will eventually find a way out. We think we know. It's it's very trapped. <laughs> Possibly. Or there could be another... Well, there's other areas we haven't explored yet. Are you a fan of circles? Oh, yes. <laughs> Is this the guy drawing circles? Do you like I circles, don't think so. I don't Gold think so either. Comes in circles. But I guess we could ask. I mean, it doesn't hurt. Oh, oh yes. You must be speaking of the king. The, the king. king? Oh, yes. There's a god and a king down here, you say? <laughs> all right, fine, then. Let us all settle down here so we can all be friends. Sure. Will be a decent exchange. It seems like five gold is a bit much for you. I can understand. You seem to be in a way, uh, but you also all seem to be people of means, such as uh, such as I normally am. Now you may not know me, but I am a powerful being that oftentimes serves a, a benevolent role. Sense motive. <laughs> Yeah, sense motive, so wish. I will I, certainly I sense, sense motive. motive. I mean, I'm not going to get well. But... He, he introduced himself with lies, so. <laughs> not one for a six, baby. I got a 15 for a 15. Gwen rolls a 16 for a 20. Gwen, you're under the impression that benevolent is probably an exaggeration. Uh, that being said, you don't think he's necessarily malicious. He honestly probably just kind of seems like a grifter. Yeah. All right. So what do you want? How about... One gold piece per question. I literally ah. need it to live. <laughs> what the we heck kind that. of creature? Like, fey creature needs to consume gold to live. Yeah, he's got to be live. some kind of fey. Yes. How much gold do I even have? I mean, I, I mean, have, have gold. Like, Verity not... will pull this gold key. I don't know if it's real gold. It's gold plated, I think we figured plated. out. Here, how about we give you this gold-ish key? Uh, I've already have one of those. No, thank you. Oh, what does your key look like? Does it look like this one? I want gold pieces. Pieces of gold. Why? He needs, he needs it, it to live. live. Yes, but what does yes. that mean exactly? Do you eat the gold? He's most likely some sort of fae, and they're strange creatures, to say the least. I derive uh, a certain degree of, of, of nourishment, if you will, from the presence of gold. Is this guy a leprechaun? Uh, or things that people put a great deal of importance in. However, uh, gold is something that everyone puts a great deal of importance in. So, uh, yes, I require gold. So it's not about the physical thing of gold. Verity will pull a single gold piece out and hand it over, like, toward the guy. Okay, thank you. I want your key. That was not the arrangement. I told you a gold piece for a question. Yes, what do you want for the key? I could give you my key. I would take mm, 20 pieces of gold. So? He takes the gold piece, he puts it in his mouth, he bites onto the side of it just to make sure it's real. He, he then opens up a bag out? that seems to open possibly large on his side and tosses it. This guy's got to oh. be a leprechaun or something. Oh, like, I like that very much. After about like a second and a half, you hear it clink to the bottom of what seems to be a bag that's only about three inches deep before he just closes it again. Hmm, curious. I was wondering what he would do with the gold piece. Um, but then I gave him the gold piece and it answered the question. Who's the king that you referred to when we asked you about circles? Oh, yes, Digeo. Digeo. Does that, that sound familiar to anybody? I mean, it's a name. <laughs> I don't know if he's famous or something. I don't no. know. King. Maybe he was like, you know, an emperor or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, I see I see what, how this will go. We will get as little information as he can possibly give us of for course. his gold pieces. For only one gold, yes. 
I'll toss him another gold piece. What do you know about <laughs> Digeo? He catches it, licks it, smacks his lips, tosses it in his bag. You don't know where that gold piece has been, sir. Is Digeo I'm... the Great? Or so he claims. King of the Underworld. He's a great and powerful wizard. How much for you to just tell us everything you know about this Digeo? Yeah, hmm. Five gold pieces. Gwen just gives him five gold pieces. It might be cheaper than piecemealing one yeah, question I'm... after another. All right. Reasonable sort. I knew that I liked you. Your taste is phenomenal, by the way. I love the outfit. Oh, it is very gold. Thank you. So, everything about this wizard fellow who loves his circles. Yes, Daijio. Uh, he's a short chap. A little shorter than me. He brings up a hand, like holds it up at about two foot four or so. Uh, he's, he's much like all the rest of you. He does magic stuff and everything else. He's always walking around, casting his spells, drawing his circles all over the place. Discussing the, the immaculate circumference and things like that. He's really um, with very hairy We're fellow. familiar with some of his work as we found his circles hairy. drawn everywhere. Yeah, it's like all of you. Very hairy fellow. Well, more hairy than the rest of you. <laughs> hmm. But he's, well, alive. Physical. Oh, yes. In some respects, I suppose. I mean, he is physical. I've had conversations with him before. Uh, but he always wants to come in here and draw little circles in the dirt and everything else. It's very annoying. Is he um, a reasonable sort, or is he going to try to prevent us from leaving? We had our differences early on. In particular, he just wanted some things of mine in here, and particularly my gold. Not my gemstones, but my gold. The circles of gold. The circles, yes. Anything circular. He loved it all. It was a very odd sort, but uh, we came to an understanding. He appointed me high priest. He holds up his hands to the temple. <laughs> he appointed you high priest. Oh, yes. He is a king, so it was necessary for him to appoint me high priest. I suppose you must have your advisors. I understand he had some issues. Issues? Well, yes. Um, he's retired back to the Senate of Circles now. I haven't <laughs> seen him in some time. Senate of Circles. Is it through say? that door? Oh, yes. The circle door. Yes. Hmm. Do you know how to get through that door so we can speak to your king? Uh, no, but... 12, might. Who's 12? Who now you're going to have to pay more money. Give him a coin. Uh, 12 is the high archivist. Did we already He takes the 12? coin. Tosses it in the back. Where can we find 12? He extends a palm. Coin hands him a coin. This is a bad investment. Oh, yes. So you make your way out the door, past where all those people are huddled outside of my domain. <laughs> then you turn right, you look back, and all six of the people are kind of like, what the hell is going on in there? We're <laughs> talking to a weird little man. Hey, do any of you know things about, like, weird little men with sharp teeth? Uh, no, none of them have knowledge nature, I checked. <laughs> so sad. Dang it. The, this party's weakness, knowledge nature. You head down past the circle door, you'll pass by four doors on your right, and then you'll see the hallway curves around uh, to your right-hand side. Mm. And through there, that will right. take you to the, uh, Archive. the archives. Hmm. You can find 12 there. Well, All right. He's a curious just... sort. Somebody else pay the gold piece to figure out what 12 is before we go around the corner. I'll chip in a, a gold piece. <laughs> Verity's like, we're trusting this ridiculous little man quite a bit. What type of creature is uh, 12? Uh, specifically, I have no idea. He's not like you. And not like me. He's kind of like a ball. <laughs> it sort of flies around. <laughs> Cornelius's face is just 
complete confusion. <laughs> yeah, Gwen and looks over at Cornelius probably with the same. There's a lot of looking at the camera like we're in the office yeah, during just, this conversation. Yeah, there's a lot of like the fourth wall look at the audience moments of just. I mean, he's the... he's been down here as long as I've been down here, and both of us have been down here longer than the king. Hmm. Although Daitio is also mortal, it seems so. Interesting. Well, this is an eclectic little group. Thank you for this rather interesting conversation. Yes. Please don't curse me now that I've given you gold. I, I know you fae can be quite capricious. Oh, no, I wouldn't even think of it. No, I'm, I'm a very benevolent being. I just do what I can to remind people of the importance of faith. <laughs> uh, if you would like to stay here, you may do so. It'll be 20 gold pieces. Right. We'll, we'll put that in mind. <laughs> Thank you for your assistance, and we'll leave you to your temple. Lord High Priest. Ah, yes, thank you. Did we get his name? No. 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 Okay. Other We're... than Aradine. Yep. Vi- I kept Vicar. saying to ask, Vicar but... is my name. <laughs> Vicar? Really? Vi- Vicar. You must okay. pronounce it <laughs> Okay, Igor. <laughs> <laughs> but thank the strange little fae man, and I guess head back towards the big hallway. We know that none of that could be true, right? He actually just seemed more like a grifter. It was not malicious or anything. I think he just needs his gold. Well, if his belief is correct, and it probably is, that he uses gold to survive, then yes, he probably does need it. Although I don't know of any creature that feeds on gold in such a possibly literal sense. Like I said, he's definitely some sort of fey, and they are unique and very strange creatures. Mm. I'm just saying, he could have just told us some random things to get some gold out of us. We may or may not have learned anything of use. I didn't get that sense from him. Mm. Let's put it this way. If he did lie to us, we'll be back to collect oh, our gold. It doesn't matter. It's not really worth bothering Are we really going to come back here to get, what, 10 gold pieces? It's not yes, worth it's, it. What is it? The cost of a banana? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it seems that we are in an odd moment where we're spending money, but it doesn't matter. So, I mean, yes. it's the principle of the thing right? more than anything. Oh, well, he would have broken a deal, which I would have to punish him, I suppose. Regardless, let's, See, let's exactly. deal with that later. He never said he would be honest about the answer. So I guess technically he didn't break the deal. Well, this is what we get for not signing a contract, I suppose. But who had paper? My attache is back in the room where I'm staying. I feel like... We probably should just move on at this point. Oh, sure. Of course. Of course. We should go talk to this 12 character that is some sort of flying ball or something. Yeah, does that ring a bell, by the way? It probably doesn't. The, the description is anything. too vague. This place yeah. is odd. Oh, All right, Although let's go Although if he down. is immortal, he must either be a fabing or an outsider or a dead or something. Yeah. Could be a cacodemon for all we know. Yeah, it could be a cacodemon. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. I mean, yeah, could, that's, why, that's the thing. It could be anything. There's a ton yeah. of different things it could be. I always love the cacodemons because they're so tiny, but they're like mm-hmm. the, the artwork for them is phenomenal. Like they look horrifying. And then they're actually like the size of a softball, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, they're like, yeah they got like big old mouths. That's kind of hilarious. <laughs> like yeah. really angry meatballs. <laughs> I kind of love that imagery, though. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what they look like now. Yeah, <laughs> cute little guy. Yeah, suppose you make your way back bike. out. I do keep a wide berth away from that circle door. Very well. Yeah, yeah, we all yeah. Do. yeah no, we're definitely not touching that. <laughs> yep. Don't, I don't, don't want to go on a repeat trip. No, thanks. Uh, Guy and Wolfen check with you to make sure everything's all right. And I suppose you just kind of 
A weird little yeah, there's some man guy over there. there. He's aerodine. There's, there's some, some creature, fey creature that thinks it's aerodine. More important than Gwenda. Well, I don't think it thinks that. I think it was running a scam. <laughs> yeah. But Lady Gale kind of it looks in that direction. It's not any sort of fey that I recognize. I ran into a fair number of them during my travels up the Selen. Mm. Well, regardless, we're just going to leave it alone. And if it does something, then we'll deal with it then. It's some type of fey that feeds off of gold, but we don't know what it is. It didn't seem malevolent, though. Hmm. It's the high priest. And there's a king and an archivist. It's a very confusing underworld here. The whole kingdom down here, apparently. Oh, underworld. He meant it literally. That's actually kind of clever. No, a creature that feeds off of gold left untracked could be quite dangerous. (laughs) Says the priest of Abaddon. He's like, my gold! It's all like, it kind of We're all real unhappy about this gold guy. (laughs) Well, I thought he would maybe just eat the gold, like a, like a biscuit or something, but he didn't. So. Well, that was my assumption as well. <laughs> it was curious. It, he bit it. It would appear that it, similar to a dragon, he has a hoard in that mm, Potentially. That Probably in that strange bag he carried. Yes. But regardless, mm. who cares? We don't need money right now. We need out. True. Only rich people. Yes, I was going to say, <laughs> first time you'll ever hear second level adventurers being like, oh, we don't need gold. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I have 250 gold in my pocket right now. Good God. I have rich parents. I took rich parents oh, and also... Rich parents. Yeah. I, was gonna say, I was like, how the heck do you have so much gold? I wanted to be really rich. But I suppose you turn. You make your way down the hallway. Uh, pass by the circle door, averting your gaze. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. The Senate of Circles, as we've learned. Yeah, it's the called. Senate of Circles. Senate that's, of circles. A, that's a fun name. This makes me think of Flatland, that book about like shapes and... I think the main uh, character Following is like the hallway down to its end, however, it does turn sharply to the right, going for no more than about another 10 feet or so before ending at a door. All right, well, here we go. I'm going to go up to the door. Open the door. Archive. Books, yes? We think this is books? I hope so. Books, scrolls, information. Hopefully something useful. Uh, Approaching the door, this door does have a plaque on it. Oh, very good. Uh, The plaque denotes it as the historical archives. Oh, Mm. well. Makes sense. Beyond the door is a rather large chamber, although its exact proportions are difficult to determine. Due to the fact that Thick wooden bookshelves jut out from the walls to your right and left, creating a single aisle that runs down the center. Weird. Bundles of paper, scroll tubes, and thick tomes cram these shelves, nearly to bursting. Layers of dust coat some areas of the chamber, but others remain suspiciously clean. Hmm. Books and papers crowd one of the work tables in the corner of the room, smeared with ink, and two doors exit opposite of the door that you've come in from. Is there a floating ball? Not that you see anywhere. Hmm. Mm. Well, I suppose we should have a look around. Yes. I don't suppose there's like a librarian's bell or anything. Mm. Uh, card no. catalog. So we can know <laughs> don't keep bells, actually. They're too loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, there appear to be some doors at the end here. Mm. Perhaps it's in another room. Perhaps. Should we look around first? I think so. Couldn't hurt. The curator up there is all right. Uh, so who's doing what? Verity's going to go post up down by those doors to keep an eye on them. All right. I figure uh, at least I can tell if the door opened, right? Like, surely I'm perceptive enough for that. Yeah, I'm going to check the uh, the areas where they're suspiciously clean and just see what's over there um, kind of as I walk around because I'm curious what's been accessed recently. Gwen's going to cast Detect Magic just to see if on the off chance there's maybe a handy-dandy scroll or something stashed. 
Uh, yeah, there's uh, some sort of magical aura coming from near the direction that Cornelius is. Uh, I guess Felix will kind of look at the other side of the room. The dusty side? Yeah. Let's see what's not interesting to this creature. <laughs> I guess I'll just stand by Verity at this point. Yeah, the only place uh, uninvestigated at that point is the work table. Yeah, I'm not very perceptive, so, I mean... <laughs> um, I might take Same. the work table instead, then. Okay. Yeah, I'll go I'll go take a look at the work table. Verity, Oliver, you make your way over towards the doors, keeping an eye on both the two of them. Suspiciously. These doors are going to turn on us at any moment. Mm-hmm. We are looking for a small, round creature that flies. <laughs> Cornelius, you don't know, honestly, if there is a single theme... To these archives. Oh no, it's not actually cataloged. <laughs> this room is mostly stores of Senate minutes, uh, census reports, textbooks, donations from various aristocrats. Uh, many of these are self-aggrandizing journals, uh, genealogies, autobiographies, things like that. Curiously, the area that seems to have the most focus on it are actually Senate-approved textbooks for education, primarily all in the form of geometry or mathematics are the ones that have been uh, gone through repeatedly and thoroughly. Probably by the king. Uh, it also seems that there are numerous extra planar matters hmm. that you can see here as there are numerous tomes here relating to things beyond the material plane, but still within the uh, the inner spheres. Oh gosh, is this Saint-Germain? Uh, these books <laughs> seem to have gone through on numerous occasions. The immortal Saint Germain. I mean, there's a bunch of outsiders. Like we talked about the demons, but there is a couple angels that are floating balls. I mean, there's a bunch oh, of yeah. different outsiders. Yeah, bunch of that are... I'm thinking of those Aeon things that were, they were big though. They weren't little. No, they're big. Yeah. Felix, making your way over. You look over the desk here. You can see that there are, again, numerous books open. All of the books on this desk appear to relate towards steadily more and more complicated forms of geometry. There's a single outlier, though, which appears to be a tattered and partially destroyed book. Soft leather tome bearing across its front the emblem of, you think, maybe a family crest? Olive branches encircling two crowns. Hmm. Uh, you may make an alternate ability if you so choose. I rolled perfectly average 10 for a 17. Yeah, unfortunately, you don't recognize the family crest. Uh, glancing through, though, you can see that there are a couple of pages of text that are still readable in here. It looks like the journal was started only, someone only wrote through about the first 30 pages of this 100-page journal. And then the last 70 pages are just circles. Hmm. Oh. Oh, well, there you go. Hmm. So I found something of interest hmm? from a senator named Eros Glindauer. Hmm. Today I began the grand experiment. I had purchased Adagio when he was already very old and half-blind, and though magical processes common to wizardry prolonged his life, by binding it to mine, still his vitality slowed and waned even now, and I feared even if I had to wait much longer, he would not survive the process ahead of him. Nature despises the old and infirmed. I must begin immediately. Process. Purchased. That sounds as though it's some type of familiar... I was back in Ferris the First, forty-five twenty-eight. Whoa! Wow! So, yeah, about two hundred years ago. Oh my God! Which would imply that this um, senator would still be alive if it actually was success. He was successfully able to bind Daggio as a familiar. Well, maybe whatever experiments he did were successful, and now Daggio's not bound. Success. 
I came down to my lab and found Agio was not dead but lay sleeping comfortably. He looked worn and gray but perhaps a little less feeble than the night before and opened his eyes when I spoke his name. When he fully awoke, he ate for the first time this week. I returned to check on him later after long and droll senate meeting over the expulsion of the cult of the Dawnflower and found Agio moving about out of the sickbed I had made for him. I must not get ahead of myself. A small improvement does not mean the ritual was a success. So he seems to have cared for this creature. Yes, mm. to go to great magical lengths to preserve his life. Now there's several pages of um, basically uh, medical documents, how much he's eaten, how much he weighs, physical activity, general attitude. And then already to Serenith, we have three months have passed since the experiment began. The process is not instantaneous, but continuous. For as in all things, time is needed to heal. Dagio moves with energy and vigor I have never seen in the years I have known him. He says he feels young again, and I have observed no signs of mental or physical side effects. His full sight even returned. It was a success. I have reversed aging and perhaps even cured it. With this discovery, every noble in Taldor can enjoy eternal life and youth without the need for the rare and ridiculously expensive Sun Orchid Elixir. I must inform the Circle. The Circle? Probably some sort of wizarding cabal. <laughs> Most likely. Enclave. An enclave obsessed with immortality, it would seem. In Lamash, and he says, I am beginning to fear I have been trapped by the circle. It has become increasingly clear to me that the circle is using me as little more than a servant and a pawn, a disgusting position for a man of my means and lineage. While I understand all the circle has done for me, and that its power is too great to oppose, I cannot escape the desire inside me for self-determination. For that, I will need to not simply serve the circle, but to rule it. It was this that set me on the course to master death. Death is a price for the common folk, and nobility such as I should not be made to pay it. Our blood places us above the rest, and so we should be above judgment, even that of the gods. <laughs> Somebody has delusions of grandeur. Oh, an arrogant wizard. I haven't forgotten the meaning of circle, right? It's just a shape. It's round. Well, it also Could... seems to be a cult. Well, circles can also be different types of groupings, such as druidic circles or an inner circle, right? All right. Let's a... hope it's the figurative version of circle then, because surely he's not trapped in an actual circle. Well, it may have been made quite a literal obsession. By demonstrating my ascendance over life and death, by discovering my own road to immortality, I will have proven myself and so must be allowed into the circle. Mm. But I think the circle knows my plan. Somehow the circle seems to know all that I do, even here beneath the Senate. Will it come for me? Take me for my ritual? No, I will not permit it. And there's one final entry before it's nothing but circles. I think the circle won. Neth the third. I have done it. I have memorized the ritual and put all of my other notes and research to the flame. Now only I know the secret. The decades of research and service to the circle has taken much from me, but tonight I become the master of it all. What price is youth and happiness when I have found immortality? All of those things I lost, I can have again. Tonight, I become master of the circle. Well, my Unfortunately, Lord. many wizards often seek immortality, and some of them find it in lichdom, which I'm hoping that this fellow did not find. But the creature's name is Dagio, so that's not the master, and unless the master's name no. is suddenly twelve... No, it would appear that Daggio is some type of um, experiment. Precursor experiment. Yes. The vi the vicar, Gwen kind of rolls her eyes, mentioned the Senate of Circles, though. <laughs> Perhaps that has something to do That's with it? That's the creepy room. Perhaps that was the meeting room of this circle group before they perhaps disbanded. Odd. Well, uh, what about this family? What family was this? 
Glendower. Glendower. Anyone that wishes to may make me an just nobility. Yeah. All right. Um, I got a 10 for a 17. I've got an 11 for a 21. Uh, Gwen rolls an 8 for an 18. Uh, Oliver rolled a 4 for a 14. Hmm. Well, the Glendower family does hold a Senate seat, as far as I remember, and they do still exist, uh, mostly known for their diplomacy, so they do serve as often as ambassadors. But they're not an especially powerful or well-known family. Hmm. So it seems whatever he did didn't actually improve their lineage or cause immortality. Well, just because you're immortal doesn't mean you can't be killed. That is true. true. And it's possible also he was uh, killed before able being able to perform this ritual. Hmm. Perhaps whatever happened never went beyond the Senate floor here. Fair. Nobody's ever heard of it. Well, all right. I'd be curious to know if this circle still exists. Mm. Perhaps there's more information in the archives. Maybe through the doors. I'm not sure. True. The but the things that look to be of uh, most recently looked at are books on geometry and uh, hmm. extra planar not surprising. topics. So. Not, again, not surprising. So um, it looks as though Daggio has been doing some type of research. Mm. Similar to what I found. Lots of geometry except for this one book. This thing being called 12 and being a circle just made me have Elden Ring flashbacks to all the sorcerers <laughs> who end up mo molding into one giant ball. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. no. Yes. Rick, if we're Rick. fighting an Elden Ring boss, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, God. Dodge, dodge, dodge. I'm yeah. just going to roll. Just dot panic. I panic oh, man, roll. I, I didn't yep. take the dodge feet. <laughs> no. <laughs> Disperse no. up. Together. <laughs> Together. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, oh my. Um, I guess. Gwen. Yes, magic. I found some magic. You find a scroll tube that seems to be generating uh, what seemed to be a, possibly a number of magical auras coming from Ooh. inside of it. I don't have read magic, so technically I guess I'm handing them to Cornelius. You know? uh, wait, hang on. Do I have read magic prepared right now? I do not. I do. Then oh, do you? Oliver. Oh, hey. yes. Oliver, what are these? the man. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. You open up this scroll tube. Uh, glance inside. See that there are numerous reams of paper in here. Maybe the better part of, from what you can kind of tell, maybe like four different magical scrolls. Hmm. Uh, you tap on this and drop these into your hand. As you do so. Oh, uh oh. Ah, neat. <laughs> well, Gwen's opening uh, the thing before handing them over to Oliver, so. You, I can only imagine, almost drop the, the ream of papers as you receive uh, what I can only describe as a violent paper cut. Mm. Ouch. Before one of the scrolls <sighs> slithers into the air oh, akin to a yeah. serpent. Oh, you've got to be kidding almost me. Almost cool. twists itself around. Uh, before it begins to dive towards you with serpentine grace bearing its razor-sharp paper edges uh, as no. it dives directly oh. at Okay, this Gwen. is so cool. <laughs> and I will need initiative from the party. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's buy paper. Holy <laughs> freaking Oh, man, it's, a paper, it's paper craft. I had no uh, so cool. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm very happy and excited about it. That's kind of awesome. Now this, this was completely unexpected. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. All right. This is awesome. Oh, wow. What my is initiative is not, however. Mm -mm. Ooh, Gwen and I are fighting for the lowest. Ooh, Ooh. not great. Wow. <laughs> Give a little Sirenscape, Sirenscape. 
together. Together. <laughs> so uh, let's do a quick round table, Jessica. A big old nat one for a four. Ouch. Four for Verity. All right, Jordan. I rolled a six for an eight for Cornelius. All right. And Heather? Uh, Gwen rolls a three for a four. <laughs> She was very surprised by this paper clip. Yeah, it's bleeding she's like, what? Ah, to be fair, we, we thought we were getting that sweet, sweet loot. Paper cuts are the worst also, to be fair. True. Yes, yes, they they are. Are. yes, they hurt so um, much. Rachel. Any idea how much that I stings? Kinda, I got a nat 20 for a 22. Yeah. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> got to make up for everybody else's bad rolls. All right. And Ross? I would say, like, I thought rolling an eight wasn't great, but apparently I'm actually doing okay. So eight for a ten. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So combat begins. There's technically no surprise attack round because the uh, the scroll was a surprise to be dumped out of the scroll tube as all of you were by the scroll attack. (laughs) So startled the poor thing. Oh no, we could have been friends with it if we were a little more gentle. Felix, you have first initiative. Um. Well. Uh. I don't really have any magic that can help. Like, I was really hoping I had, like, some fire, but then I remembered I'm a cleric and Also, we're in an archive of paper. <laughs> burning yeah. hands. And we're trees uh, not burning hands. But fire works best against paper. Uh, <laughs> no, scissors, scissors works best against scissors, paper. Scissors, yes. Yeah, well, I don't have any scissors either. Uh, so I'm going to load my crossbow and shoot it. I mean, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I actually get my plus four because nobody's actually fighting it yet. So. Uh, not yet. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I rolled a, uh, a 19 for a 23. Nice. nice. A 23 will strike your target. Boom. All right. So say those um, rolls have turned around. For five points of damage. Ow. Boom. Yeah, not Punching bad. a hole straight through it as it shoots through one side and out the other of this paper thin target before slamming into the, uh, the bookcase on the opposite side. Uh, Scaring a grammatical tome of uh, textbooks. <laughs> That's fine. Take that grammar. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, this is all outdated grammar or outdated textbooks. So you know. Uh, that brings us to the the scroll. Uh oh, the scroll. Uh, oh it gosh. is already in Gwyn's uh, square, so it does not need to move. So it will go ahead and just attack. Mm. All right, that might do it. That is a twenty to hit you flat-footed. That wouldn't hit me if I was aware. So yes, most definitely. <laughs> I guess you mean that would hit you I, if I you said, were yeah, aware. I said, yeah, I said I meant would. That would hit me if I was like I was aware like, of what your was armor happening. Class. <laughs> uh, all right. Yep. So it dives forward. It slices into you. It cuts you for uh, five points of damage. Ow. Dang. <clears throat> You're also bleeding now. Ooh. Oh no. Because paper cut. Yeah. Because paper cut. Um, it then. Does a 17 beat your CMD? Yes. What? It slices into you before wrapping three times around your head and constricting. Oh, no. It's going to suffocate you like a snake. So first off, you take. (laughs) This book is great. You take four more points of uh, constriction damage as it constricts your head. Jeez. Good gracious. It is also an airtight grip. Oh, no. Oh, God. You cannot yep. speak or cast no, spells with verbal Mark components, and you must hold your breath or suffocate. Um, as this thing wraps around your head, grabs onto you, and begins to squeeze you, uh, you are also blinded right now. Uh, Gwen stumbles back and knocks over one of these bookcases, and now we have a mummy situation going on. <laughs> yeah. She paws frantically at her head. <laughs> as it tries mm. to smother you to death. Oliver. Mm. Mm. 
don't like that. Um, can I know what this thing is? Uh, yes, you may make me a knowledge arcana if you so wish. Uh, all right, well, there that's we a go. perfect 20 for a 28. With Killing a 28, it. Uh, yeah, you know all about this thing. This is a creature commonly referred to as a guardian scroll. They are a deceptive form of construct created from enchanted paper or papyrus, designed to protect their lairs, libraries, and sacred texts of magic of magical practitioners. When an intruder enters a prescribed area or touches a prescribed object uh, without first speaking a password or otherwise signaling permission to enter, the guardian scroll attacks. Mm. Mm. At rest, it appears uh, identical to any number of different types of magical or non-magical scrolls. When it becomes active, it rises up into the air and rolls to its four-foot length, uh, wafts through the airs with air with casual ease as it approaches its target. It can stiffen its edges, making them blade sharp, and uh, basically races across its target, drawing the entire four-foot length of its bladed sharp edge across his uh, foes to uh, uh, leave long, deep, and painful slashes that bleed badly afterwards. Um, they can also basically constrict like that mm -hmm. of a giant snake. Neat. Wow. Wonderful. Um, they do possess a rudimentary intelligence, you are aware as well. Ah. Okay. I'm telling you, I'm proof familiar. So cute. Yeah, definitely. Great you gotta for take it. You gotta take it. You you have a spell. You can be a spellcaster with that. <laughs> All right. Um You may ask three questions pertaining towards the Guardian scroll. I mean, special attack seems fairly obvious at this <laughs> point, but <laughs> as do tactics. Maybe it has more. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think we'll start with defenses. Once per day, it can cast the scroll written on its back. Oh, God. Let's hope not. Defenses. Uh, first off, they do possess damage reduction. Knowing what overcomes their damage reduction is a separate question. You do know, that, however, that they are immune to bludgeoning damage. Oh, okay. Makes sense. They are also immune to crushing and fall damage. Mm. So Again, if you somehow sense. paralyzed it and it fell, it is a sheet of paper. I mean, yeah, yes. it's very paper. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they are also constructs, <laughs> and therefore they possess standard construct traits, uh, which means that they are immune to death effects, disease, mind affecting effects, charms, compulsions, phantasms, patterns, and morale effects, necromancy effects, paralysis, poison, sleep, and stun, and any effect that requires a fortitude save unless it also works on objects. All right. Good to know. You're also aware that they do possess weaknesses, although knowing what the weakness is is a separate question. I guess we'll go for weakness next. I assume it's fire, but... They do possess a vulnerability to fire. Mm -hmm. uh, also, strangely, as an intelligent construct, guardian scrolls are actually subject to mind-affecting effects, unlike normal constructs. <gasps> oh, interesting. interesting. Okay. Okay. You have one question remaining. Again, I probably can figure it out, but what is its damage reduction? Uh, it has a damage reduction of five against anything that is not magical. Oh, mm. okay. I did not predict okay. that. Very well. All right. Right. Magic weapons, get them out quick. If you can burn it, do it. Try not to hit Gwyn. I don't know how I well that's going to work. I don't know if that's even possible. Yeah. See, I told y'all fire was bright. <laughs> I will advance uh, next to Cornelius and stand next to Gwyn as well. All right. Moving with Oak Heart in hand. And I mean, if I try to slice at this thing, is there a chance I hit Gwyn? I mean... It's kind of wrapped around her paper? face. You don't know? <sighs> that question would fall under its uh, special attacks, and that's something you don't know. Curses. All right. I mean, it's better than letting it just suffocate her, so yeah. I suppose I'm going to attack. Just kind of aim well. for the mouth and nose area. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hit you in the mouth with a hand axe real quick. Ouch! Hold take a hole to see you take a breath. <laughs> I'm very precise with this axe. <laughs> Whatever, that's what we're doing. All right, so that's a 14 for a 19 hit. 
Uh, so yeah, Gwen, you hear this like muffled shouting coming from around you as you're stumbling back blind, uh, knock over the bookcase behind you. Oliver, you hop forward to swing. Uh, fortunately, it is grappling and stuck to her head, so it does make it a easier target, even though you're trying to kind of glancing blow to not give the full impact of a hand axe to the side of Gwen's head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't want that. Uh, that is nine slashing magical damage. Nice. Hey, there we go. Nice. We so go. that is five points of damage to the scroll and four points of damage to Gwen as the axe slams oh. into the side of your oh, head. Oh, no! And sends you careening into the bookcase. Uh-oh. It did hurt the scroll, though. We're going to have to hurt you to help you, Gwen. I have four hit points. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's a problem. Cornelius. And I'm bleeding. Okay, so... I want to know about this as well, so let me go ahead and uh, roll my knowledge ar- uh, knowledge arcana, you say. Yes. <laughs> I roll a 19 for a 28. Yeah, so the same thing that Oliver got, which unfortunately means that you know the same stuff that Oliver yeah, knew. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, hey, you know what? It was worth it. Might have gotten a perfect 20. Um, sure. Okay. Uh, so I don't know anything else. So I'm going to move uh, out of the you know, stack that I'm in and get into the, uh, the stack opposite of um, Gwen here. I have no magical weapons, so my options are acid splash or nothing. So, <laughs> wait a minute. My options are hit Gwen with an acid splash. Wait a minute, splash. wait a minute. Do I have another thing in my arcane reservoir? Nope, reservoir is empty. I use the move action to move, so I can't use the move action to consume spells. Yeah, I'm going to acid splash this uh, this creature. All right. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Range touch attack. I roll a 14 for a 17 to touch it. 17 will strike a target. All right. Uh, then that does a D3. Hit it for three. That'd be two points of damage to the scroll and one point of acid damage as this acid splashes across the side Stop of Gwen. Gwen. Felix is going to have to to come heal, <laughs> heal Gwen quickly. That's the plan. Yikes. Yeah. That brings us to Verity. Verity's like, um, what? We appear to be hurting Gwen. <laughs> hurting this creature. <laughs> Stop hurting Gwen. Well, we're not trying to. There's a muffled to, sound this- that probably sounds like no Sherlock from inside. Verity <laughs> <of> the- <laughs> <laughs> will move over there. Okay. Can I grab the scroll and like help yeah, her? Yeah, you can attempt to grapple it, it if you so wish. Grapple yeah. the scroll. I'll do that because I don't want to. Are hurt. you attempting to grapple it, um, or are you attempting to make a grapple check to give Gwen a plus two bonus? Because you can aid another for when Gwen tries to escape, which I assume is what. Uh, yeah. Heather's planning on doing and not I mean, hitting herself in the head with her sword. There's so much muffled swear words. <laughs> like, oh my God. You didn't know mm. Gwen could swear like that. Don't swear. <laughs> you're consuming oxygen. If I grab it, I can't just yank it off, right? No, you would need to have a standard action your next turn. You'd have to maintain the grapple on your following turn and then do a reposition check. Mm. So you wouldn't be able to remove it this turn. Gwen, are you good at escaping out of being grappled? I mean, I have a combat maneuver bonus of three. I don't know what you want from me at second level. I mean, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's a problem. You know, I think I'm just going to, I'm just going to grab it. Because I don't know Gwen's situation. All I know is that she sang real good when we were kids and she sings good now also. I am going to roll a three though for a big six. So I'm not helping at all. I'm just kind of like pulling on it on your face. (laughs) Also cursing. Yeah, so you run over there, you just try to, like, you're trying to grab onto it, but at the same time, it's like, it's slowly rotating around, so you're trying not to slice your fingers open as you're grabbing onto this, but again, it's uh, completely enwrapped Gwen's head. What is this horrible thing? Taking us from there to Gwen. Yeah, I'm bleeding. Oh, oh good. You take two points of bleed damage as uh, you're gushing blood everywhere. Yes, I have one hit point. Um, Oh, no. Gwen is going to try to escape. 
I mean, that's all I can really do. Mm. Cool. All It'd right. be cool if you could turn yourself into fire. <laughs> You'd know be really great right now if you could spontaneously combust. I roll a 16 for a 19. I don't think that's probably going to do it, but <laughs> not bad. Yeah. A 19 will just succeed as you Yay! wiggle your head nice. free. All right. All right. Gasp for air. Quick, throw it on the ground and everybody starts stomping on it. Fortunately, it's very slick with your blood as it kind of pops off of you. Uh, <laughs> Great. Gross. This isn't second edition. I can't cast a spell this turn because I ripped it off my face, right? That was a standard yep. action, yes. You have a move action remaining. I mean, Gwen's going to take a five-foot step back. All right. So Gwen stumbles back away from Actually, this thing. Actually, I'm probably going to stumble towards you everybody. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh. go towards yeah. everybody so, very, or so Felix can get you. From Gwen, we go back around to the top of the initiative, round two. Felix Zespire. Uh, Felix is going to rush up uh, behind Oliver and Gwen and hopefully tap Gwen with some good healing. It's my last mm. one of the day. Mm. All right. All right. Start having to have Zubari come in with us. <laughs> well, he can always come after and help. Hey. There we go. That is for max healing. So mm. you get uh, 10 points of healing. Oh, nice. There we go. Yay. So, yeah, you stumble free of this gasping for air. Felix runs over and kind of grabs onto your, your shoulder and elbow. There's this pulse of positive healing that goes through you, bringing us from Felix to the scroll. Well, Gwen opened that, so... Uh, oh, no. It's steps into Gwen's space, uh, which will provoke Jeez. an attack of opportunity from Gwen. Because mm. uh, technically only from the person who's spaced our, We all have been carrying our weapons, so... Well, yeah. yeah, I assume that your weapon is out. I just assumed you didn't want to hit yourself in the head with a bastard sword and reduce yourself into unconsciousness. <laughs> I rolled 17 for a 20. Nice. Yeah. A 20 will strike your target as it comes flying okay. at you. Is that a magic weapon? It is not. Ah. Bummer. That is a bummer. So I only do six points of damage, so one. Hey, you still managed to cut somewhat into it uh, before it comes flying at your head again. God. Jeez. Uh, maybe. Uh, that is a 16. That will not hit my normal AC. Very well. You duck and dodge out of the way as it begins to bob back and forth, attempting to grab onto your skull. This thing is a surprisingly high to hit. Mm. Uh, taking us from the Guardian Scroll, because uh, unfortunately, <sighs> if it misses, it can't do its cool constrict and all the rest of that stuff. Oh, whoa. How oh, sad. no. Uh, <laughs> to Oliver. I'm very sorry about that earlier, Gwen. <laughs> Gwen uh, just will... side eyes you, and you can't tell if she's like, you can tell she's grumpy, but she gets it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you I know? will make an attack against the uh, the creature. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, roll an 11 for a 16 to hit. Will that do it? A 16 will just strike your target as you bring Yay. the axe around <sighs> and swing down at it. That is uh, five more points of magical damage. It is magic, however. So, yeah, your axe slices into it, uh, chopping through this almost as if it were built to chop through some sort of fibrous material. <laughs> yeah. You have a five foot step or a move action reigning if you'd like to take either. No, I think I think I will stand where I am. I don't yeah. think there's much else I can do position wise to really help. Taking us from there to Cornelius. Uh, okay. Well, Cornelius is going to try an acid splash again. All right. A little bit uh, easier now that it's not on Gwen's head. Yep. Uh, minus four. That's only a nine. Uh, nine, however, will sadly not tar yep. touch your, hit your target's touch AC. Uh, turns out it's really fast. Yep. All right. Well, you basically cast the acid splash. It just turns sideways. To, no, I was going to say, to be fast. fair, piece of paper. I'm trying to hit <laughs> a piece of paper. <laughs> I'm trying to hit the thin side of a piece of paper. Yep. From Cornelius, you still have a move action or a five-foot step if you'd like uh, to take it. I'm going to 
hold my ground here. All right. Verity Corsina. All right. Verity is like, ah, oh, great. It's not on Gwen, so I'm going to <laughs> yeah. just try to slice it. Choppa choppa. Okay, that's going to be a 13 on the die for an, for an 18. Uh, that will strike your flanked foe. Uh, that is going to be six points of damage. It's not magical, so I guess one point of damage. Big one. Chip, chip, chip it away. Yikes. Well, we only have the one magic weapon, so. That brings or us two. to Gwen. Yeah. yeah, Gwen's just going to keep swinging. Swing out with your bastard sword. And I roll an 18 for a 21. Uh, 21 will hit your target. Coming in a little low there. Um, I roll a six for nine points of damage, so. Ow. Three. <laughs> uh, four. Four. Yeah. Yes. Yikes. The damage reduction of six. That's oddly specific. <laughs> I mean, it could so your blade happen. slices. Yeah, I mean, it could technically. All the barbarians out there with like, aha, my two damage reduction. Yeah, my da- I'll eventually have stuff like that too. Uh, still, you managed to slice into it, bringing us around from Gwen to Felix. Um, well, Felix uh, doesn't really have any other options other than to take a five foot step back and shoot it. Right. Step back, shoot reload, it. and fire. Just shoot, shoot her. Yeah, shoot her. I'm probably not going to do well because now yeah, you it's don't have a melee, nearly as so. clear of a shot now as you did nope. previously. Uh, so pretty much, it's what I roll, which is still a 16. Yeah, that's still pretty that's good. Not bad. A 16 so, will strike your target as the well, bolt okay. sells forward and slices into it. Apparently, oh. I just have it out for paper. <laughs> I hate paper. That's Remind you, studying. eight points of damage. What? Dang, hey. well. It makes you think of all that ledger work you did back in the <laughs> college and uh, <laughs> vengeance. Take that bookkeeping. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, your bolt slams into this, rips it across the room before literally pinning it to the opposite wall. Nice, nice. Cool. It writhes feebly for a couple of seconds before falling still, as it simply drapes down over the wall. Gwen takes a deep breath, trying to get her temper under control and likes adjusts her hair, <laughs> you know? Right. All right. Is there actually any scroll, magical scrolls in that tube, or was it all a fake out? <laughs> <laughs> was it all a lie? <laughs> the the, scroll, the tube lie. is a lie. <laughs> are you all right? Look, like, yes. Try to look at your face, you know, like you would a kid. Like, like wound-wise, how are you doing? All right. <laughs> would you oh care for a potion? I've been holding on to it. I can cast a spell in a moment. I'm fine. All right. I like hit Cornelius on the arm. I can't believe you threw acid at her face. Well, I didn't exactly have a, anything else I could do. How And I thought it more you. important than her suffocating. If anything, I thought you'd be angry at me hitting her with an axe, but... Uh... Well, I'm mad at you too, but he's close to... <laughs> <laughs> good. All... Well, I'm it... glad we've established that. <laughs> like, good. Yeah, nice. It's, it's all right. I, I understand. It's just... She takes another deep breath. She's going to have a headache in the morning, is what she's saying. Take a moment. Just Hey, where's that other, where's that priest? That priest from outside. Verity wanders out to find that priest to be like, hey. Find Zabari. Yeah, he, offered, <laughs> yes. he offered to do healing. Gwen turns to Felix and in a hushed voice, how's my hair? <laughs> she, I figure uh, she, like, like, they step into the stacks real quick and she's like, give me a sec and had, like, pulls out some bobby pins. <laughs> You're good now. Go over there, just rip that wig off of uh, Cornelius's head, just stick it on. <laughs> just slap it on. You'll be fine. <laughs> now that we get you yeah. looking presentable again. Yeah, yep. if Sabari is going to heal me with me without me having to use one of my spells, that would be great. Since... That would probably be ideal because he's not going to yeah. come in for combat, so... Uh, Zubari does still have some uh, 
one left, I believe, because I think he's already used if, two he on would you guys. Not mind. Yeah, Gwen would greatly appreciate it. Yeah, because you're down six. That's a lot. Yeah, if you're down by six, then Gwen that's should a, probably. That's get a it. good chunk. I'm glad that my healing did so well, so he actually yeah. got you up. Yeah. Yeah, so. he can make his way in. Um, takes a second to look over the uh, the injury, places his hand on the side of your head, uh, channels the healing power of the god of roads and ditches. Of wealth and gold. That's one of his titles, roads and ditches. That's his thing. <laughs> um, healing you for four points. Infrastructure. All right, that gets <laughs> me up to 15. I'm only down by two, so that's fine. Gwyn would nod. Thank you very much. Of course. Thank you for ensuring our safety. Very well. Checking the scroll tube. Mm. There are four scrolls inside of this tube. Hopefully it was worth it. Yeah, let's find out if it was worth it. I cast read magic upon the scrolls. Uh, You're able to identify these as being a scroll of dispel magic, a (laughs) scroll of invisibility, a scroll of mirror image, and a scroll of erase. Hmm. Wow. That's a good haul, actually. Save those so that Oliver and I can put those in our spell books. Well, at least it wasn't a complete uh, trap. Yes, this is some rather valuable scrolls. Hence why they put a guardian on it. Apparently. Shall we try one of the doors? If you're up for it, then yes. Well, we can't just sit here forever. Gwen pats Oliver's shoulder. (laughs) You're not wrong. Which one would we like to do first? Well, I don't know if we have any idea which one it is. We might as well try both. Well, not at the same time. We'll start with the left one then and then go the other way if nothing is yielded there. Ah, very well. I guess uh, Verity will open that door. Should we knock? No, we already called for them. They didn't answer. And we Hmm. just made quite a bit of a noise. Yes, I believe they probably would have heard all the acid and slicing and shooting. I meant just to be polite. No, I think we tried polite and it didn't work. So now we're on to brute force. Well, we're just opening a door in an archive. It's fine. It's good to know that we can still mind our manners down here. (laughs) Excuse me, sir. Your guard dog tried to kill my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Assuming that 12 even knew that it was there. Hmm. Mm. I suppose you have a point there. Still, let's see what happens. Opening the door on the left. The door opens into a very large chamber. From one side to the other, you'd say it's probably about 50 feet across, and it's difficult to determine its exact length. Although you'd say it's probably close to somewhere in the neighborhood of 80 feet. Wow. Dang. It's difficult to determine because towering rows of bookshelves fill this chamber. Separated only by a low shelf and countertop running the entirety of the room's length down the center. The bookcases stretch from the floor all the way up to the ceiling 20 feet overhead. The upper portions of the bookcase is only accessible by ladders on Relings and tracks that allow one to access the uppermost reaches of the bookcases. Now we're in the mummy. Yes. <laughs> mm, very good. Stepping in, you can immediately see that the other door seems to have led into the same chamber. Ah, uh, okay. okay. There we go. Um, as both the doors seem to lead into the same room. Good gracious. And you can see a single other exit on the opposite side of the room. <sighs> there are any librarians in here? You have to tell us if there are. Yes. Twelve. <laughs> We've heard there's an archive. Look twelve. directly at the yeah. librarians. Do not look for trees to climb in the library. <laughs> there are no trees in the library. <laughs> That's when they get you. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, it seems to be quiet. I suppose we should just start making our way towards the door, kind of keeping an eye out between the stacks. Yeah. Yes. 
you make your way forward. Someone else can check for magic this time, Gwen says. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do it. Uh, I'll I'll detect ma- I'll just cast detect magic and we can start walking down. I'll just kind of take it a little slow to see if there's magic in any of the stacks. Uh, not that you immediately see. Although again, okay. this chamber is actually more than sixty feet. In yeah, length, I was going to say so. this this chamber is huge. All of you make your way forward, navigating down the central length here. You can see that this chamber has not seen a great deal of use in some time, judging by the thick dust. Unlike the previous chamber, that at the very least saw some use. The smell here is overwhelmingly that strong smell of an old library, of yellowed pages, of thick leather tomes. As you begin to navigate your way down the length of the room, your light plays between the various stacks here and creates odd shadows on the surrounding walls. Go ahead and give me a perception roll from the party. Okay. Just a quick question. Does it look like there's any like chandeliers or other overhead light that might have at one point existed? Two candelabras that sit at <laughs> either end of the table. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. Or the long table that runs the length of it that provides some dim illumination as the flickering light from them uh, still exists even now, although you can kind of tell that the magic is fading. Fair enough. I was just curious. This is some absolute... <laughs> 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 These rolls are amazing. I rolled a two. Let's go around the table. A two for a what? A two for a two. Oh, <laughs> gosh. I rolled yeah, a two Verity for a four. Yeah, Verity and I four. both don't have any perception. Yeah, no, we don't know. <laughs> I rolled an 11 for a 16, which is the high number out of these checks. Yeah, I rolled a one for a 10. <laughs> I see. Still, you got a 10 even with a one. And uh, I got a um, five for a five, so. Oh, my. So, so we see nothing, forward. in short. I mean, we see books. Yeah. Lots and lots of books. I wonder if Vicar lied to us. I don't see any floating orbs anywhere. Well, there's another door, so maybe he's mm. napping or something. Perhaps up ahead, Do yes. Do floating orbs nap? I, who knows, I honestly. don't really know the uh, habits of floating orbs. <laughs> Been learning a lot of things on this trip I never knew. Well, lots of round, circular things. It'd be a nice life, though, to just be a floating orb. You just float about. <laughs> No responsibilities. It'd be rather nice. As you cross the room, you get a little over halfway across the chamber. None of you see anything in the diffuse light here, in the flickering movements of the shadows, in the long shadows cast by your own illumination over the surrounding bookcases. But Gwen, for a moment, you swear you hear something. Something that touches on just a primal, instinctual part of your lizard brain. That instinctual fear. Like the soft click, 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 click sounds of bony or chitinous oversized legs on hardened stone. Did any of you hear that? Hear what? Hear what? Like something... Walking, clicking. No, no. Well, no, we haven't seen anything in here. Hello? Gwen calls out and kind of looks down the stacks that are close to her. How hard did you hit her, Oliver? (laughs) (laughs) I did apologize for that, you know. (laughs) And I still feel very bad about it. Gwen, you turn around. 
glance over your party members. You know, Verity and Oliver in front of you having this conversation. Uh, Felix looking on, somewhat concerned, towards the side of your head. Are you concussed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Glance back towards Probably. Cornelius. And then over Cornelius's left shoulder, as you turn oh. to face him head on, you see the bookcase as a long spider leg grabs onto the edge oh, no. of the top of the shelf. Oh, no. Attached to a book as the book pulls itself what? free. What? Wiggling <laughs> slightly like a large insect from inside of its lair. What? As it stands to its four chitinous legs, it opens revealing sharp teeth, wringing the tome's edges and a ribbon bookmark protruding God, really menacingly from its open pages. As it crouches in preparation of leaping, you can only assume upon the wizard's exposed head. Cornelius. Yes. And we'll pick it up here next time. <laughs> oh, no. I'm in danger. I like we're just ending the episode with that. <laughs> For all of your uh, your edification, looks a little bit like that little guy. Oh, it's so cool. Oh my God. It's kind of oh, cute. It's, it's really cute. Everything it, is cute and cute. terrible here. It's going to eat me. It's all cute and terrible. Oh, no. God, we've entered the freaking library from the page master. I know. I'm sure you're a friend, though. Ah, uh, classic. Oh, man. Face. All the constructs coming like out. like Mirror Mask also with, like, the, the little, flying Yeah, definitely Mirror Mask. But, yeah, thank you all for listening, for joining us today. And, of course, thank our patrons for their continued patronage and support of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, y'all are phenomenal people. And, uh, yeah, we wouldn't have all of these... Uh, Horrible things happening to these wonderful characters. If it was Cornelius free. wouldn't be about to be eaten by a book, yeah. Yeah. And he's gonna get it. <laughs> it's always my head, man. It's always the head that's the most it's vulnerable the part of the wizard. Uh, and as such, we would like to take an opportunity to thank a couple of patrons. I'm going to start by thanking Christopher Van Horn, Christopher L. Van Horn, ah. of the Van Horn, family. very cool, of the Van Horn family, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for your continued support. And I'm going to thank James McDaniel of the McDaniels. Of the, of the famed <laughs> McDaniels. Famed McDaniels. Are those the East Coast McDaniels? Ah, yes, yeah. very well. <laughs> and I would like to thank John Cox. Thank you for hey, your John, support, thank sir. You. And I would like to thank Jonathan Burton. No thank relation you for to your support. Burton. Or Tim. Yeah, or Tim I, I, You went LeVar, and I went, I went Rach, and I went Tim. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> he is at the Tim Burton's, though. not the LeVar. I was like another Jonathan, though. Yeah. yeah. But you're not really a Jonathan. That's uh, and I would like to thank, <laughs> think. I would like to thank uh, Jake London hey, of the thanks. Jack Londons, of the Jack London family. <laughs> Jake, what we're doing? Apparently I don't know we why we're doing this. I'm sorry. Okay, the last one's got a great name, and yes, I'm ready for it. This is I our know. this is our shtick now. Oh, so I'm going to thank Seth Fontaine. I'm going to say of the Flying Fontaines. <laughs> I was so like of the Bioshock Fontaines. Yeah. Oh, yes, of, yeah. of the Rapture Fontaines. Yeah, yes. the Rapture Fontaines. Would you kindly please keep supporting Everybody us? Everybody always has such a cooler yes. last name than me. <laughs> Would you kindly? Fontaine, Burton, come on. Anyway. Yep. We have some These amazing patrons with some amazing names. Yes. Uh, I would also like to, uh, of course, thank our Find the Path tier patrons, which include uh, Anne Her, Eric Junker, Gary S., Jessica Viterli, Kevin Edifay, Louis Ellis, Lisa Junker, and TJ Khan. We should thank ask you them all how to for say your their continued names. support. Yeah, that would thank, probably be a good you. idea. When you hear this episode, tell us how to say her name. If yeah. you want to <laughs> include a pronunciation guide, otherwise you otherwise just 
have a new name depending on how we pronounce it. <laughs> this is your Galarian name. Yes. Congratulations, <laughs> Rotodev. We'll, fantasy, we'll fantasize your name. Uh, so, yeah, thank you again. That's. <laughs> Rachel just got creeped out by that. Uh, thank you again for all of your continued support, and thank you all for listening, and please join us next week to figure out uh, whether or not Cornelius is going to have his head eaten. There's a lot of things <laughs> eating people's heads. I know, what's yeah. up with that? Yeah. It needs That's to stop. That's where the brain is. <laughs> Somebody was on it's a kick the when they wrote all these monsters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and oh, until man. next time, good luck, Pathfinders. Good, good luck, Pathfinders. Good luck, folks. Oh man. oh man! Why is it always me and, the, and getting eaten in the See, brain? But it's so cute. I've heard knowledge is the greatest weapon, but this is getting ridiculous. I'm just saying, <laughs> if I could make my spellbook animated so that it also could grow legs and and defend me, that would be really cool. That would so be another really cool, cool. improved uh, familiar. Is the word you're Terrifying, looking for there. but also neat. You should take a familiar and have a guardian scroll. I don't know yeah. if that's possible, but it'd be neat. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. War for the Crown is copyright 2018. War for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.